Welcome and thank you for joining us. At Worship Harvest, we believe that we are a movement of the gospel, discipleship, and mission. And we are committed to catalyzing spiritual, social, and economic renewal in our immediate communities. And as a result, the world. Here is this week's teaching. Please be seated. The Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting. My microphone is so hot where I am. I request to reduce the heat so that I am not scared of talking. Wow. I don't know why I keep hearing mercy. 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 God's mercy is available. Amen. My husband is in the house. He always looks like he doesn't, he's not hearing me, but inside he's so happy. (laughs) Pastor Jeremy, my friend. Even you're my friend, sorry, they are levels. When I, if, if we put you together, then you may not be my friend at all, at all. Pastor Jeremy, my friend. The Bible talks about how a good wife is from the Lord. Eh? Me, I believe also a good husband is from the Lord, you people. I celebrate you. This year we will be 15 years. Can you believe it? I don't look a day after one year's anniversary. Thank you, Pastor Jeremy. Thank you for being a man of peace. That's been my consistent testimony about you. Peace, grace. Peace and grace. That's what I've experienced in my marriage through every season. A man of peace. That man, I don't know. He has never raised his voice at me. 15 years. Never. I thank God for you. Thank you for lifting me, for loving me, for being a good man, and for serving God together. I thank God for you. Our host today, Rev Ma, Pastor Ari, is in the house. She's looking funky and young and hot. Pastor Ari, consistently, I admire you. Thankfully, whatever I'm telling you, I've told you in private. I admire your humility. I admire your grace. I admire your strength. You're a spiritual woman. You're such a spiritual woman. I admire you. I look up to you. I, 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 I wish I could learn to honor my husband the way you honor your husband. In private and in public. Seriously. You're an amazing, you're an exceptional woman. I wonder who her husband is. <laughs> Pastor Ari, honestly, you're an exceptional woman. You're, you're not normal. We talk about you. We do, privately. Like, what is that? Honestly, what is she made of? For me, it's, it's mostly who you I feel like your ministry is who you are. You know when a person's life is the ministry? That's you, Pastor Ari. You, you, you minister by how you live. You're discreet. If you tell Pastor Ari a thing, it's going to the grave. I'm telling you, you can be trusted. 
admire you so much. I want to be like you. As honestly, like your life, you're such a consistent person. You're so humble. May God open our eyes to the gift she is to us in this ministry. Without words, she ministers. Even with words, she's a great teacher and orator. Have you heard how she commands the space? But for me, more than that, it is who you are. Very few Christians can be like that. Very, there are few in a lifetime. You're one of them. I really admire you. I really admire you. Up more. Hey, up more. I've known you for 18 years now. Our relationship is an adult. 19 this year. And you have consistently fathered me through every season. Every season. When I thought about you, I thought of Galatians 4.19 that says, my little children, and I'm one of your little children, my little children for whom I labor in birth again. And the other word for laboring in birth is to travail, to labor in painful effort until Christ is formed in you. That's how I feel that you are to me, that you've labored in painful effort sometimes until Christ is formed in me. I will never repay you. I, I don't even think I will ever properly understand what you are to me. But God will. God will repay you for all the painful labor until Christ is formed in me. Thank you for fathering me through every season. Thank you. Wow. Okay, sit down. I'm looking at the clock. You know, yesterday I was looking at Pastor Angela and I whispered to Dr. Kulo that how does she do it? She comes here, cracks jokes, over talks what? Do you look at the clock? It's like for her, they stop the time for her. Me, I stand here. It's like before I talk, they reduce my time. It's Mrs. Ankoyo. She knows people. Because I was like, I kept looking at the clock and I'm like, what's happening? How come she has all this time? And extra. So Lord, remember me. <laughs> you guys, the word on my heart. So this is the thing that happens to me. When I'm listening to Apmo teach, I don't know who I was I telling. Pastor Solomon that I can hear seven sermons in one sermon, eh? Like the teaching he taught on Sunday. I was like, those are like nine teachings. A teaching series for two months, he preaches it in. So for me, when you're teaching, I can be writing a new sermon after one sentence. Then I write quickly, so I go to the next. I'm like, that's a whole sermon. That's a whole sermon. That's a whole sermon. Like one sentence, a sermon. One sentence, a sermon. So what I'm going to teach, I'm going to first say some statements that he said on Sunday. And it's a year of fruitfulness. Say, my... My heart is open. My ears are open. This word is mine and it will bear fruit in Jesus' name. Amen. Didn't the worship harvest guy as a worship team do an amazing job? Don't be jealous. Wow. Skill and anointing. Wow. 
Wow. Greetings to the people gathered at Worship Harvest Gayaza. I'm with you. So I'm going to make statements and I'm, I'm not going to qualify them. I'll make them, you catch what you catch. Eh? A gift given does not help anyone, but rather a gift received. Doesn't that make sense? Yeah. If I give you a gift and you don't receive it, it equals zero. Doesn't benefit you. Just because you can't see it does not mean it, don't assume it's not there. Do you remember that statement? Mm-hmm. You move at the pace of your revelation. Therefore, revelation equals access. I tell you today you have to be tuned in because I'm, uh, eventually I'm going to be like, we gotta go. The moment you see it, you move into it. Say, I'll be there. The moment you see it, you move into it. The things you haven't moved into, you have not seen. And I'm going to show you a way to see that maybe you don't know that is the way to see. Then he said, you can only live from what you know. So it is a year of what? Fruitfulness. Now the seed is the word of God. Hmm? Are we together? The word of God is spirit. So it is your spirit When the word of God comes into you, it's spirit speaking to spirit. Therefore, it produces spiritual results, unusual, strange results. Hmm? You're the ones who have said that. So now the question is, what determines your capacity of harvest? Is it just seed? Is that the answer? How much seed... The amount of seed matters. If the ground is dominated by weeds, you listen to one sermon on Sunday when the preacher is preaching. But you want the results of the preacher who listens to five sermons a day. I've started it. I've not even started it. Okay, now you guys, I'm talking about a hidden key for fruitfulness. By the way, we have a seat built. Here is the thing, the things I'm going to tell you, they are so simple, you know them. But it's okay. God is going to open our eyes today to something extra. Genesis 8.22, let's go. Let's go together. While the earth remains, is the earth remaining right now? If you're on earth, can you put your hand up to confirm? Okay, we are all on the earth. At least we are clear. So the earth is remaining. Whatever is they are going to talk about concerns us. While the earth remains, what will happen? Seed time and harvest, cold and heat, winter and summer, and day and night shall not... Uh-oh. Let me ask you. You see, we understand day and night. How many of you this morning prayed so that night may come? Because you're really not sure if it will come. When you go to bed at night, how many of you be like, huh? Where will it ever be morning? How many of you have plans for tomorrow morning? Because you're sure it's coming. The same way you're sure of day and night. 
the same way you're sure that tomorrow is coming, you start to plan because as long as there is a day, there is a night. As long as there is a night, there is a day. As long as there is a seed, there is a harvest. As long as there is a seed, there is a harvest. You don't have to pray about it. You don't have to cry about it. You don't have to wonder if it will be. It shall not cease. The way you think about day and night, the fact that it's so obvious, it is so obvious. Seed time and harvest is as obvious as day and night. I told you that things are simple. There is no shortcut to fruitfulness. Just like there is no shortcut to day and night. How many of you, for you, your, your day lasts three hours, then night comes. You determine, like you're like, Mm-mm, night has come, now day is here. Some people are like, it depends. <laughs> I cross the curtains and I have a night. No. You cannot change that law of day and night. At a certain point, night comes. At a certain point, the sun comes out and day begins. Even when the sun doesn't become bright, light comes and the day is announced. Even the, if you have chickens around you, they start to announce the morning. As sure as day and night are, that's how seed time and harvest are. This is a law that I believe God wants us to receive deep in our spirit man and in our soul to understand that this thing, guys, we cannot beat the system. The way you can't make night come in the middle of the day. The way you can't make day come in the middle of the night. The harvest can't come before a seed. The harvest can't come before a seed. And also the harvest can't you can't have a bigger, a, a bigger harvest than compared to them. Like, it's bigger, but it has to be in proportion to the seed planted. You're already getting it. To have the results of Jesus, we must first plant the Jesus kind of seed, who by the age of 12 knew the scriptures. That's why he had the harvest we desire. We control the seed and therefore we control the amount of harvest. Now let's go to Mark 4, which Pastor Angela was in yesterday. Mark 4 from verse 13. Read with me. And he said to them, do you not understand this parable, the one she read yesterday? Hopefully you were here. If you are not, you go and listen. How then will you understand all the what? In other words, if you don't understand the principle of the seed of the word of God, you ca- the whole Bible will be closed to you to a certain level. There are things you cannot understand. But today, you think, I'm not talking about just the word of God, by the way, today. You're going to, you're, there's something else. Then he said, Oh, why first start the other side? Let's first go to Romans 10, 17. Let's first go to Romans 10, 17. Let's first go. Okay, read with me slowly. So then... Faith comes by comma and hearing by the word of let's read it again slowly. So then faith comes by and hearing okay. How does faith come? Faith doesn't come by hearing the word of God. How does faith come? How does faith come? And how does hearing come? How does hearing come? How does faith come? And how does hearing come? 
do you remember the scriptures where Jesus says they have ears but they cannot hear? Okay, I'm going to ask two people, Pastor Dr. Kulo and Pastor Lynette, first come. Give them microphones, please. No, Dr. Kulo and these are very brilliant people. I want you to remember that. Give them microphones. I hadn't prepared them, but they are ever ready. Can you clap for them? Turn on the microphones. Turn on your mic, Chom. Did you go to school? Yes, madam. What did you get in mathematics at A level? A. A. For you, how many of you got A in math? At A level? Not A for A level. So you're clever. Yes. You're a clever girl. Yes. Are you a medical doctor? Yes, madam. Are you a specialist medical doctor? Yes, I am, madam. So you are clever? Very I clever. Okay. <laughs> Faith comes how? But how does hearing come? Dr. Kulo, yes, I want madam. you to say a sentence in your local language. And you, do you have ears? Of course. You oh. confirm you have ears. <laughs> so you can hear. Yes, madam. You are not deaf. Totally not. Okay, so even you don't you have ears so we are all sitting here hearing the word we all have ears do you know that you can think you're hearing but you're not hearing ah, 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 shoo, shoo. doesn't she have ears <laughs> Dr. Kulo say a sentence in your local language to her to her and she has to tell us what she has heard As a auntie she has ears auntie she has ears Do you have ears? Yes, madam. What has he said? Interpret it for us. How, what have you heard? Nothing. <laughs> but how can you say you've heard nothing? <laughs> Dr. Kulo, maybe she didn't hear you properly. Say again what you say. Slowly. Say it slowly and loudly. Maybe it's the volume. You don't know. Basically, he can be here abusing you, yes. plotting to kill you, but you have ears. And he is smiling. You, you have ears, yes. Yes. But you cannot hear. is understanding what Dr. Kulo is saying. Who come and tell us if you're there and you've understood. Run, 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 run. Do- yeah, yeah, yeah. Pastor Ivan Obalo. Are you a medical doctor? So it's not because he's a doctor and you're a doctor. What has he said? That you see me here, hunger, I am, I am very hungry. <laughs> Ivan, you guys keep quiet. <laughs> Pastor Ivan, how did you learn this language? Did you go to school to learn the language you've just interpreted? No, I didn't go to school to learn that language. I am a naturally by tribe. I am born a naturally, so. How did you learn it? Did your parents take you to a school? 
No, no, no. By hearing. You remember learning the language that you remember sitting down and going through the language bit by bit? No, I don't even remember. You found yourself speaking it. Yes, I did. Are there languages you don't understand? There are. Why don't you understand them? Because I can't I I can't hear them. You I would want uh, Vera, do you have a Chinese text? Even if you get it from the internet, a random Chinese, you can go and sit Pastor Ivan. Auntie is clever. <laughs> he is a medical doctor. How many of you here are, me- are specialist medical doctors? Specialist med- there is not even another one. There is none in this congregation. This is Oh, okay. Pa- Pastor Ari in the spirit. Doctor wa Apostle. Apostle specialist medical doctor is Pastor Ari. What a shocking shock. Yeah, some people. Hmm. Yeah. For you, if you, they don't think you are the doctor of their hearts, you, you'll be fine. Ambe Viera has not found for me any Chinese text. Just go to Google and say Chinese text. Put it up. This man is clever. He went to school. Any time now. <laughs> Just a picture, a picture of Chinese text, a picture, say images, put it up. Vera is there, hope, or oh, I move on. There is hope. Okay, all right, all right. Maybe I didn't warn them. Some things come to you, so what you do? What you do? Me, I even know that you've already understood. But I will still tell you something Whoa. extra. <laughs> Because many of you have read this scripture to say faith comes by hearing the word of God. That's not how faith comes. Your hearing affects your faith. Wow. The language you know, you learnt by hearing. You lived in a home where they spoke a choli and no one had to teach you. Somehow you interpreted because you heard and heard and heard and heard. Huh. It wasn't two days of hearing. It was months and years. Oh, Dr. Kulo. Aren't you a specialist medical doctor? A brain you have, a brain no one here has done what you have done. Tell me what are those words. <laughs> Do you have eyes? I have eyes. Can I you can, see? I can see. Are you clever? I am clever. Did you pass? I passed. Are you a medical doctor? I'm a medical are you doctor. A specialist? specialist. Are you a scientist? Ooh. What are those words? I don't know. Go and sit down. There is a language in the spirit. You see, the language you know is an advantage in the realm that you operate in. If you're fluent in Luganda and you meet a person who can't understand Luganda, you have an advantage immediately over them. Because you can transact in that realm where that language is efficient. When you go with your fluent Luganda to France, you have no advantage. Not because you're not clever, not because you're not good, but the language you have cannot help you transact in the realm you've entered. And therefore, your language that you're fluent in becomes a disadvantage in that realm. But you see, language is learned by hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing and and hearing and hearing. If you get a newborn baby and put them in a French-speaking home for one year, they will speak fluent French. Because all them, and no one tells them this word means this. They just start to understand because you're wired that way. 
The things of the flesh teach us the things of the spirit. The man who hears the word and hears the not reads the word. Please understand. Remember, I'm the person who has written books on reading the word. Faith does not come by reading. Faith does not come by studying. Reading is important. But faith doesn't come. Now, the, in the spiritual realm, you transact with faith. Faith is a currency. By grace, we've been saved through faith. Faith receives what has been given by grace. Apostle labored on Sunday to tell us that God has prepared things for us. But if we don't have the language, or if we are, some of you, did you do some French in school? I did some French. But can you survive for the life of you even for two minutes in France? Do you know why? You had it for a short time. If they had got you, instead of being in a classroom where you're reading French, if you went to France for exactly four months, you would learn French. By hearing. Your mind just starts to interpret. That's the same for your spirit man. The more you hear, the more you understand the language of the spirit, the more you gain an advantage in the spirit, the more you transact in the spirit. The amount of hearing matters. Faith comes by hearing. One of Apostles' favorite scriptures, Isaiah 50 verse 4. The Lord God has given me the tongue of them. How does your tongue become land? You're going to see. That I should know how to speak a word in season to him who is weary. How? He awakens me morning by morning. He awakens what? He awakens my what? To hear as the a land tongue is the result of a land ear. You will not command with your mouth what your ear has not heard. Worship harvest, God is calling us to have land ears. If I'm in a place where there are no Baganda and a Muganda starts to speak, if I'm in France, I will immediately interpret. There are things that someone will speak, like you saw here, Pastor Lynette, very clever. She could not understand anything. But someone could understand why they had been in a place for years where they had the language. Apostle will stand here and teach and we'll be hearing different things. Some of you will just be hearing gibberish gibberish. Other people will be completely understanding because they recognize that language. We are all right now hearing differently because of what we've been hearing. Your hearing affects your hearing. Put back Romans 10, 17. If that's all I say, I'll go home. How does faith come? How does hearing come? The devil doesn't want you to hear. Some of you are offended when they send you teach audios of someone's. We have things to do. We have things to do. That's why there are things you cannot understand in the realm of the spirit. That's why you cannot transact certain things in the realm of the spirit. When your hearing is limited, your fruit is instantly limited. There are battles you will never win. Because you can't hear. There is a hearing of the spirit. 
there is such a thing as a land ear. The more you hear, the more you hear. Have you understood? The more you hear, the better you hear. The more you hear, the clearer you hear. If you get that child who has been in an environment, a baby for a few months, and you take them out. I remember when we were young, we, spoke, we only spoke English because we lived in Kampala. When my, when my father died, they moved us to the village. My little brother then started, he was about four years old at that point, had to unlearn English. He couldn't understand Runyankole for months. He was so frustrated trying to communicate with people who can't speak English. After a few months, he could not understand English because he was no longer hearing it. He now couldn't. He had to be taken to school to learn English, the very language he understood. Some of you, there was a time you used to hear the word so much. And so the language had started to become clear. Then you moved away. Now spiritual things are strange to you. The solution is simple. Get into a space again of what? And, 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 you hear until you start to see. Let's not be the people who hear the sermon on Sunday. You play that sermon. You play that sermon. You play that sermon. Because you know what? As you're hearing the language of the spirit of that teaching and its fruit is becoming clearer to your spirit man. And just as day and night are assured, oh, seed, time and harvest are assured. Your understanding. Why is the devil after your hearing? Because the devil knows that faith does not come until you hear. The Bible says faith comes. You're not born with faith. If I say the car is coming, doesn't it mean that it's not yet there where it is? Faith comes. Where there is no faith, it hasn't yet come. You don't need to pray about it. You need to hear because faith only comes by hearing. There are things you're so sure about in your life because you've had them over and over and over. Some of them are bad things. And the only way to displace them is by hearing something opposite. Let me tell you something. The things you hear are not innocent. Faith is coming. But what kind of faith is coming? Faith comes. Faith comes. That is an encouraging thing. Faith comes. If you have little, if the faith feels like it's little, faith comes. Faith comes. It comes. It's assured. Faith comes by one thing. How does faith come? Worship harvest. How does faith come? Not by reading. Not by praying. Not by fasting. Not by crying. Not by honor. Those are different keys for different things. Don't confuse it. Faith comes by hearing. But how does hearing come? Have you understood that you can have ears and you're not hearing? So when you listen to someone and you don't understand it, what do you do? You throw it away. You say, hey, you wait. You hear it again. You hear it again. You hear it again because it means something is hidden to you. If you don't understand the language, you stay in the place where they are speaking it. First you speak and they laugh at you. And you speak again and they laugh at you. 
Then you start to get better. Then you start to get better. In a matter of time, you're fluent and you're teaching others. That's the same thing for you in the place of the spirit. You just need to keep hearing and hearing and hearing. And then it starts to manifest. How the seed works, we don't know. But hearing comes by the word of God. The word of God opens our ears to hear the things of the spirit. The word of God is what opens the ear. It makes it the ear of the land. That's why he opens the ear of the land that he may speak. For you preachers, if you want to preach better, listen more. Yeah. It's not in the reading. The reading is for being established. But the ministry comes by hearing. The revelation comes by hearing. The things you hear are not innocent. Everything you consistently hear in large measure becomes a seed that produces fruit. Wow, 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 wow. Maybe let us some. I'm not even going, going, going to go into the other scripture of Mark for where I was because you know it. Because how the seed is sown is by hearing. That this is the one which is sown when they hear. Sown when they hear. Sown when they hear. All the grounds are they hear. They all hear. But the last ground is different. It produces fruit because it's the kind which has more of the word and less of the world. The other one has cares of this world. You're there. Everything you're hearing is how the economy is down. How people are dying. Have you noticed you get pregnant, you start hearing stories of women who are miscarrying. Stories of women who had over what? You get a baby, you hear babies are, someone, their baby died in the court. This one, their baby died of an infection. Why is it that suddenly when you, or you get a business, you start hearing bad stories? Why? The enemy knows that if he's in your ear, he's going to, he's going to stop your harvest. What you hear is not innocent. Those songs you're hearing that have too much sexual connotation. Then you'll be there in the, in, during the day and you find yourself struggling with sexual thoughts because you've been planting sexual seeds through music that you say is innocent. It's not. These are windows. These are windows. These are windows. There are things you've heard about marriage that you've believed. There are things you've heard about sexuality that you've believed but now you need to hear what God says about those things and keep hearing where you're struggling maybe you lived a certain life for a while get into a space where you hear certain teachings until you you can't understand the other stuff anymore until it becomes strange to you you had our sister testifying yesterday about addictions she just sat where the word was being told she didn't even remember some of the people we went where who is doing what I was there and I'm sure in her heart she was like, why is this thing working? Without rehab, without anything, an addiction left wide. If the devil stops you from hearing the word, he has robbed you of your fruit. Let's read Mark 4, 23 to 25 towards the end. Together. If anyone has ears to hear, let him do what? Ah, uh-uh, first stick with there. If any, do you have ears? Touch them and I see. Do you have ears? What does the scripture say? Your ears are for their ears to do what? What's the use of your ears? What's the use of your ears? Let him do what? Tell your ears, say here. Yo, guys, these ears from today realize that they are a portal for fruitfulness. 
If from today, in the morning, for us, when you're in the bathroom bathing, you're playing a someone. In the car, you're playing a someone. Throw away radio from your car. Why do you want to hear the news? Reports of things that have happened on the earth. When God can show you what has come in the spirit. Me, I don't know any radio for years now. I don't, genuinely. I don't even think I have car radio. I don't know what a radio sounds like. You listen in the shower. You listen, you listen in, in the car. You listen, you buy, buy things for blocking in the taxi. Why should you be listening to strange music in the taxi? Even on your border border, put, plug the ear, say you ears. I have ears to hear and I'm going to do what? Let him who has ears to do what? Let him hear. In other words, that it is a decision to hear. Just because you have ears doesn't mean you're going to hear. He says your ears are for hearing. Now please hear. And this is after he talks about the seed and the harvest, the fruitfulness of the word of God. He says, let him who has ears to hear, hear. Then the next verse, what does he say? Then he said to them together, take heed what worship harvest. Take heed what you hear. Did you know that there are certain crops which choke other crops? If you do mixed farming, there are some things which go in the ground and kill nutrients for another seed. So if you have seven teachers, one says, honor your father and mother. Another one says, hate your father and mother. Another one says, it depends. Another one says, which one? what are you hearing? You have a confused language. And therefore, confused seed. Sometimes you're victorious, sometimes you're not. He says, take heed. That is a warning. Be careful what you hear. God gives us shepherds after his own heart to feed us with what? Knowledge and understanding. In his wisdom, he has given us shepherds. Can we trust that he will bring the fruit through the shepherds? I'm not saying you can never listen to anyone. You know what I'm saying. Because if it's in the ground, it means it has now been planted deep. Hmm? Take heed what you hear. Not only teachings, the stuff you hear, the conversations you sit in and are a part of over and over. Take heed, it's never innocent. And then what does he say? He says a thing about a measure. He says, with the same what? Someone say, measure matters. Munange, the amount of hearing matters. Because the more you hear, the more you hear. Even the bad stuff, the more you hear it, the more you hear it. You start to see, we can be here and all of us are seeing different things because of our capacity of what we've heard. Someone says one word, you hear three things. Ah, they are attacking me. Yes. Someone is feeling encouraged, another one is feeling attacked. Because of what they've been hearing. So he says, take it what you hear. Why? With the same, what's that coward? Shout it out. Measure. Measure has to do with amount. Someone say, amount matters. Oh yes, amount matters in the things of hearing. He says, can you imagine that you, there's a measure of what you hear? With the same measure you use. Hearing is using. With the same measure you use together, uh -huh, it will be measured. And to you who hear, what will happen? More will be my goodness the more you hear the more you're given the more you hear the more the fruit 
the more you hear the more you give it don't worry about how it works we don't know he says you sleep the one who sows sleeps and wakes up how it grows they don't know you sow you sow you sow the sower sows the word the sower hears and hears and hears then when the fruit comes it will be evident hearing is private but fruit is public verse 25 for whoever has in other words hearing is having all this is talking about hearing by the way whoever what has to him more will be given but whoever does not have even what he has will be taken away from this has nothing to do with finances it's talking about your hearing the one who has more hearing more will be given more hearing will be given more fruit will be given the one who does not hear who hears once in a while even the little of fruit what? because we all talked about an acre of land with three seeds it is as good as planting nothing if you went to that garden an acre of land with three seeds would you say they've planted maize you'd say this place has weeds genuinely you wouldn't even notice the maize that's how some of our lives are you can't notice the good fruit of the of the of the word of god because their weeds abound say far from me in whose power is the hearing in whose power is the measure of hearing it's so easy just go get the sermon play it put it in your ears that's how you hear it's really you don't need to be there's nothing there's no feeling about it there's no sensation about it you just the ears for them they will hear they are innocent they will hear what you let them hear the more you hear the more you hear god wants to wake our ear up if your ear isn't open you can hear the word and not hear it you saw it here pastor Lynette could not understand why she has not heard that language if i ask her now what did the words he said can you repeat them to me you can't because even though he said them to you three times you know those things when you're learning a language you say how do they say it in kiswahili again they've told it to you five times why you've only heard it five times that's why you have to keep what what, what is it again that's why you have to say, what is that give me some scriptures for peace which talk about peace the measure you use to hear determines what you will be given oh let me tell you something as i close look for 18 the spirit of the lord is upon me because he has anointed me to do what god anoints our teachers and shepherds to do what to preach the gospel to who when god wants to send poverty out of your life what does he send you a preacher and what do you need to do hear the preacher poverty will go the more you hear poverty flees because weeds get out and then the seed gets in and releases the harvest of prosperity when you're poor god sends you a preacher can you imagine that a preacher for a poor man you're like no please send some aid send some grants no the solution is a preacher the solution is in the ears he says he has anointed him to preach the gospel to the poor he has sent him to heal the brokenhearted if your heart is broken the more you hear the word of god you're healed 
you proclaim liberty to people who are captives, the limited ones, the ones who have limited progress in their lives. Everywhere where there is bondage in your life or limitation, God has sent you a preacher to proclaim, open your ears to your teachers, worship harvest. To proclaim liberty to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed. Even liberty for those who are oppressed is by the word of God being heard, not read. Heard. Increase your hearing more than what you're reading. Because faith comes by. Faith comes by. And how does hearing come? When God will bring you freedom, he sends you a preacher. When God will bring you healing, he sends you a preacher. When God will release you from captivity, he sends you a preacher. When God will release you into new dimensions, he sends you a preacher. When God wants to take you higher, he sends you a preacher. What you are full of is what will dominate your life. What you are full of is what will dominate your life. Not what you hear once in a while, but what you hear and hear and hear and hear and hear. There is no shortcut to fruitfulness. Just like there is no shortcut to day and night. Here and here and here and here until you understand the language. Until you see the fruit of what you're hearing. Because be sure faith comes. Faith comes to the hearer. Faith comes and faith comes by hearing and hearing awakens our ears. It's time to get saturated with the word of God. It's time to know what's yours and know it more than you know what is in the world. It's time to become an expert in the language of faith. And you become an expert in the language of faith by hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing. Because what you hear and hear and hear, you produce after. It is guaranteed. It is set as a law in the spirit. The way you know there is day and night. If you hear and hear and hear, you will start to see fruit and fruit and fruit and fruit. It's time to be dominated by the word of the Lord. Amen. Why don't we get up on our feet right now? Just open your mouth right now and in the realm of the spirit, start to speak. Pray in tongues, pray with understanding. And if you're here today, oh, and you've never, go, go, go on and pray. And you've never met Jesus, Lord of your life. Faith for salvation comes by hearing. God wants to set you free. God wants to give you a new life. Even those who get born again, get born again by hearing the preacher. If you're here and you've never met Jesus, Lord of your life, I want you to put your hand up quickly and boldly and say, today I want to make Jesus Lord of my life. I want to have a new life. I want to have a new beginning. I want freedom from any bondage that I carry. If that is you, just put your hand up. I know it's a prayer meeting, but maybe a friend brought you. Put your hand up boldly. I see those hands. Oh yes, oh yes, oh yes. Thank you, Jesus. Put up that hand boldly and courageously. Neighbor, bring that young man. Bring that young woman. As you pray in the spirit, we are fighting for souls. Walk with them. Come on, put your hand up. Don't be afraid. Be bold. You are courageous. You are bold. God is rescuing you. God is giving you a new beginning. Put your hand up boldly if you're saying yes to Jesus. Oh yes. Thank you, Lord. Welcome, my brother. Hallelujah, church. Pray. Put your hand up boldly if that is you today. Welcome, my brother. 
welcome welcome freedom is here oh yes victory is here i know there is still some people don't sell get saved quietly put that hand up put that hand up boldly and courageously don't allow fear to stop you at every place where we are meeting online this is the day of your salvation god sent me today to deliver you from the prison of sin from the prison of an early death oh yes our god is a god of love he has good plans for your life look there is no loss in knowing jesus he is the way he is the truth he is the life and he wants to give you a new beginning i know you're there just put your hand up that's all you need to do look all you need to do is raise that hand it's in your power and break free from every bondage of the enemy from the world and its limitations and embrace your father are you there just put your hand up where are you i know you're there can you ask your neighbor for me say can i walk with you are you born again and please don't refuse to tell your neighbor they need to hear they need to hear and then walk with them if they say i'm scared just say come on let's go let's go it takes courage to put that hand up it takes courage to walk forward everywhere everywhere do it do it do it is anyone coming with a neighbor are there some evangelists in the house oh yes oh yes lord we thank you that you open our ears today hallelujah can we celebrate these souls these young men and women online and in the room wow welcome to the family of god wow this is the best time to get born again at a prayer meeting my god these ones are marked and now my brothers just pray this simple prayer after me i want you to join them so that they don't feel alone say lord jesus oh is there oh yes there's a sister oh yes thank you jesus to the family of God come on pray this simple prayer after me say Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus today, today I receive you, I receive you as, my Lord as my Lord and as my Savior, and as my Savior. From, today, from today you will dominate my life, dominate my life. I, am yours I am yours and yours alone, and yours alone. Today, today I am no longer, am no under, longer. The influence under the influence of the devil you are, you are my father i am your child, am your child. From, today, from today i am born again i am, born I am a child of god child. i will never be the same again i am free, I am free from, sin from sin and every principality, every principality of, darkness. of darkness i will never go back i will never go back i will only move forward until i meet jesus in Jesus name come on church please follow pastor Kathy follow pastor Kathy just for a minute she's going to take your information and now help me welcome apostle for our next session of hearing can you appreciate pastor B3 Wow. Tell your neighbor what a word. Hey. Look. If you didn't understand, eh? 
now we need another 21 days just for you yeah Bambi help us because people are already starting to lose look a little bit <laughs> welcome please have your seats wow thank you Pastor B3 that was powerful mama mama the more you hear the more you hear wow what a perfect illustration that you get to hear by hearing and if they keep taking you uh, every day a different home a different language get issues some of you that's how you have been until today every day a different home a different spiritual language and you are asking yourself I, I go to so many places where I hear so many things how come I don't have the fruit or you have fruit which you think is really good fruit. Like those kids in boarding school who think that potion and beans is the best food ever created. What a shock. And that was a very powerful word. It was very prophetic. It was very instructive. Did you hear instruction? some of you use someone's for entertainment there was clear instructions there about what to do we are discussing this thing in school of ministry and I told people that in the kingdom you can have whatever you want First, forget these things of the world where it's like lottery. Like this one ended up with this one, this one ended up with this. It's like, why do some people have some? In the kingdom, you can have whatever you want. How do you get it? They've just told you. Yeah. And for me, I'm beyond convinced because I have an experience of it. Yeah. On Sunday we planted 12 churches. Look, wait, wait, before don't clap. What I wonder why you're clapping. And that is something I could have desired and never seen until I started hearing a man who has planted 6,000 churches literally every day sometimes hours 2 hours, 4 hours 5 hours even when I'm praying I'm listening to Bishop Dark when I go to pray yeah, I pray with summons I used to pray with music now I pray with summons I only pray with music when I'm like here where it's the space is so big you can't hear the words. 
And when I'm in my prayer space, oh yes. That's why people can stand and preach without any notes for two hours. It's inside. But what they are saying is not even the point. Look at the result. Just, yeah. What she's told you is as exact as exact can be. When I started listening to Bishop Doug, then churches started getting planted. I'm, I'm telling you all these stories as they f- finish. The, and then one time I was preaching at a conference and I was the only preacher for three days. And they were interpreting my message then it hit me. This is Bishop Doug. And it was a conference for pastors in another church, not a worship harvest church. Fully 100% organized by someone else. Then it hit me. This is Bishop Doug. Ish. Do you have your communion? <clears throat> now, just for guidance, that's not dinner. <clears throat> also, hold on to it until we've prayed. <laughs> Amen. Has everyone got? No, no, some people haven't got communion yet. Put your hand up if you haven't got. There's a whole row here. I don't know how you managed to get skipped. Wow. Please put it up so they can come to you. Now, I don't know why this has come to me, but we lost a church member here at Nalia in an accident two days ago uh, one of our pastors lost a brother young brother months old in an accident two days ago and I've been hearing all these things here we need to, to agree that it ends now there seems to be a certain invasion on life So, Father, we thank you because none of the days allotted to us shall be taken away. We come against the spirit of death. We put an end to it. For the blood of Jesus speaks better things than that of Abel. So, we put an end to the flow of blood through death because of the precious blood of our Savior. That none of this evil shall come near any member of this church going forward from this moment 
we shut that door. Whatever could have opened it, we shut it and we command now life. With long life, he will satisfy us and show us his salvation plus our loved ones. So we thank you and honor you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hebrews chapter 10. Communion is primarily from Jesus when he gave them the bread and he enacted the new covenant. Remember that? And the wine, which is his body and his blood. He's the one who said it is his body and his blood. So you better believe it. Because when Jesus says something, it is true. And we saw that it started way back uh, during the Passover. And then they practiced it because he said it shall be an everlasting um, what, what did he say? There's a word they use, not covenant. An everlasting uh, like practice if you like, right? Now I want to go a little bit to Hebrews and share. For the law having a shadow of good things to come and not the very image of the things can never with these same sacrifices which they offer continually year by year make those who approach perfect. Now he's talking about from that time uh, the, because it actually began in Genesis when God covered their sin by killing a lamb. Do you remember that? And so he says that with the, without the shedding of blood there is no remission of sins. That's also in Hebrews. So it's like an eternal principle. Right? Without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sins. That's why even witches sacrifice something. They will tell someone, bring a chicken, bring a goat, bring this. Because they are trying, for them they can't do remission of sins, but they are trying to tap into power fake power now for us hmm. so so when, when they went through the window they were given the law you see the law was so hard yeah? the writer says in Romans the law was given to whoever it was given that every mouth may be stopped and the whole world should stand guilty before God the effect of the law generally was that people were going to die very badly yeah. and the date was given 3,000 people died just to say this is what it is I hope you understand me so now God had to come up when you read Leviticus with this very detailed system of bloodletting to sort of contain the death effects of the law because it was a prophetic picture of Christ so those people went through all of that for us as a demonstration that this is what is required for sin not to destroy you. The shedding of blood. 
And so that's why they had to have those sacrifices morning and evening, every day, every day, every day. But it was all pointing to Christ. Are you following? Now he says that which they offer continually, not once in a while, huh? year by year, but it could not make those who approach perfect. I have to resist the temptation to, of turning this into a, 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 a sermon because we have had a very powerful one. For then they would not have ceased to be offered. For worshippers once purified would have had no more consciousness. But in those sacrifices there is a reminder of sins every year. For it is not possible, verse 4, that the blood of bulls and goats could take away sin. They could not take away. What they did, they covered, but they did not take away. Do you understand? Covering and taking away are not the same. They are not the same. So they were just covering, but they could not take away. But John looks at Jesus and says, Behold the Lamb of God. He doesn't say who covers, who takes away. Therefore, when he came into the world, he said, Sacrifice and offering you did not desire, but a body you have prepared for me in burnt offerings and sacrifices for sin. You had no pleasure. Then I said, Behold, I have come. In the volume of the book, it is written of me to do your will, O God. I'm rushing. Are you rushing with me? Previously saying, Sacrifice and offering, burnt offerings and offerings for sin you did not desire, nor had pleasure in them which are offered according to the law. Then he said, Behold, I have come to do your will, O God. He takes away the first that he may establish the second. He's talking about the covenants. He's taking away the old covenant which relied on the sacrifices of bulls and gods that he may establish the new which is his own sacrifice. Are you following? By that will we have been by that will to do your will. Remember he says behold I come to do your will. By that will which he did. I should be having scriptures. Not pictures. By that will. Which will? The one he came to do. We have been sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once for all. Which you're holding in your hand. So what we do, we are not trying to do it again. We are reminding ourselves that the sacrifice was once for all. Some of you, you may have come to this church in a, an era where we, we are no longer overemphasizing this message, but it is the foundation for everything else. So I hope you are not feeling confused. How many times? Verse 11. I'm going to finish. And every priest stands ministering daily, offering repeatedly the same sacrifices 
that can never take away sins. Think about how tedious that was. Hundreds of years. Every priest does what? Stands. Ministering daily. Repeatedly. Most of you, the work you do is for sitting. So when they say stands, you don't appreciate what we are talking about here. That's why even in the prayer meeting, 15 minutes into it, you are starting to sit down. The old covenant is for standing, ministering daily, tiresome. But see what he says in the next verse. But this man, hmm? when you find but, it means that, forget that what came. But this man, after he had offered how many sacrifices? One. The other ones, they do what? They stand ministering daily, offering sacrifices continually. This man, after he had offered which? One sacrifice for sins for how long? Forever. One forever. What did he do? Did he stand? Sat down. That talks of rest. Did I tell you God is going to give you rest on all sides? There are certain victories eh? Eh? which you are going to walk into this year. Even when other people hear about it, they will not believe. Oh, yes. You you wait. You'll be there easy and cool. (laughs) Yeah. They will not. They will say, no, 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 no. What? Say it again. Rehearse the matter. Hey, Gundi, what? Ah. Then they go, but did you hear so and so? They, now they are trying to confirm by asking other parties. And they're like, what? Ah. Oh, yes. Pastors, you wait, you see. You see, you can only self sabotage. By just refusing all the instructions that come, all the preaching. Is it like a message that was preached today? You have no clue the number and size of victories that will come from you obeying the instruction in that message. Of just, give me my summons. Yeah, I, I, I know what I want. Because in the kingdom, you can get whatever you want. When Bishop Doug was going to do crusades, he took Billy Graham summons, all that were available. And he watched all of them and he wrote down word for word everything Billy Graham was preaching. 
And he wrote to the Billy Graham people and said, are there any more summons you guys have that are not publicly available? And they told him, no. Now you should see his crusades. You see, you can have whatever you want. Because you've been on WhatsApp, you, are, you might... But anyway... I'm supposed to be finishing. Where were we? This man, what did he sat down from that time waiting till his enemies are made his footstool. You see, the problem is you don't know how to fight. You think you fight Vikonde. What method of fighting is Jesus using? It's called the sitting method. If you ever provoke someone eh, and they don't do anything, walk away. Yeah. Yeah, they don't. You know, what? And the person just sits down and looks at you. Just no. Ah? This one has things behind them. Just walk away. Oh yes. Be wary of un- unprovocable people. You said this, nothing. They go about as if they have not had you. They are in rest while you you are provoking. Mm-mm. That usually is a bad sign. So Jesus, what did he do? And what, now he's what? Waiting till his enemies you know whatever is provoking you whatever sickness whatever need whatever scenario, situation it's going to be under your feet but that, that's what this scripture is teaching us. Now, you know, sometimes when you've been slapped so hard by life, eh, they tell you things like this and you're like, when is it finishing and we go? It's not even realistic. Look, your experience will never change the word of God. But the word of God can change your experience. by one offering he has perfected for them imagine your life perfected give me the last verse of Psalm 138 Psalm 138 the last verse it's not a long psalm it should be a <sighs> verse 8 the Lord will perfect that which concerns me. (laughs) Ah, that was David speaking from the other side of the cross. On this side, he says, the Lord has perfected that which concerns me. 
I'm going to repeat it for someone. The Lord, by one offering, whose offering? Not your offering. His own offering. You know, they told Abraham, take a special offering to the Lord. It was so special. It was one, his only son. Only to get there, like, you know, I've challenged some of you a few times here to give a special offering. Only to get there and realize he doesn't need the offering. He already has his and his is better than yours. That's why people, they come here and testify, oh, I picked an envelope. I said I'm going to put this much in 24 hours. Like, you can't be there that me, I'm also adding value to God. You can't. Can you imagine if Abraham was thinking, Kali, I'm going to help God. I'm going to give him my Isaac. And then what will Isaac do for God? told him, leave the boy alone. And says, now, eh, take me there and i show you something interesting. Is it, eh, give me the end result of that. Then Abraham lifted his eyes and looked and there behind him was a ram caught in a thicket by its horns. The one you're holding. You don't have to keep reminding you. So Abraham went and took the ram, offered it up for a burnt offering instead of his son. But now here is what's interesting. The next verse. Uh Jehovah who? Jireh. The Lord will provide. Then, here is what it tells him. Next verse. He said, by myself, I have sworn. I'm not swearing with you. This is me and me. I'm swearing with myself. Because you've done this thing of trusting me. And not without your son. By myself, I have sworn. Verse 17 blessing, I will bless you. Multiplying or multiply your descendants. You know, when God swears with himself to bless you, let me ask you, at the last supper, when they are signing the new covenant, how many times did he ask them to say something? In the scripture, when you read, how many times do they say anything? Who is the only person speaking? You, have you ever gone to sign a contract somewhere and only one side talks and signs and gives you the papers? That's the one you're holding in your hand. I have sworn by myself. Yeah, because if I put you in, you can change your mind. You can wake up one day and say, today I have no faith. Oh, bah, now I'm weak, I won't pray. 
Ah, he says, let's first remove all of those. This is on me. Blessing, I will. Look, it's not when I'm in a good mood. You know, we don't have time. But in Hebrews, it talks about the oath. God, everything he says is true. Why does he have to swear? to swear. After all, if he just says, he doesn't even need to finish that. Bless. And you're blessed. He swears. So that you know, it is now, I'm taking it as a legal matter that I will bless you. Your blessedness is independent of your weak, poor decisions. (laughs) It it is. Does someone remember the Hebrews verse so I can get out of here? No, 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 the the one before that where he says other interesting things. Aha, for men indeed swear by the great and unearth for confirmation is for them an end of all dispute. Next verse. That's God determining eh, to show more abundantly to the heirs of promise the immutability of his counsel confirmed it by an oath. That by two immutable things in which it is impossible for God to lie, we might have strong consolation who have fled forever. Two immutable things, the promise and the oath. That's why those of you, someone promised you, I love you. I want to spend my, the rest of my life with you. And you moved in. Look, even God didn't just promise. If God needs to swear, what makes you think that boy doesn't need to swear before he can touch you? Huh? What business do you have Touch touching your body with a person who has not sworn anything. Look, it's right there. God made the promise to Abraham, but he didn't end there. He swore, he made an oath, but he couldn't go before a judge or a pastor because he, you can only swear before a higher authority, and God has no higher authority. So he swore by himself. Let me, let me come back to that. But even there, there is a lesson. Don't go around throwing around your body to people who have not sworn. I'm telling you. And I'm not telling it to you in a judgmental way. I'm telling it to you as my heart even cries when I think about it. Because I know the damage it's going to do to you. If God needed to swear, like who is more trustworthy than God? But he swore. You, you've just had a cup of drinks. 
What verse was that? <laughs> Go back to verse 16. Malakasi bregedekeya baba. I'm in Hebrews, my sister. I'm in Hebrews. 6, 16, 17. Was it 18? I'll talk back to 17. Let's see if these other guys who like to over-translate didn't spoil it. Try one of those versions. Passion translation. You know, that's why I prefer the original languages. If you have the passion translation. So in the same way, God wanted to end all doubt and confirm it even more forcefully to those who would inherit his promises. His purpose was unchangeable, so God added his vow to the promise. He added a vow to the promise. He added a vow to the promise. That's why says, for this cause a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife. And that we shall become one flesh. And says, but I speak concerning Christ and the church. Christ has not just promised us good things. Yes, the Bible is full of promises, but I can tell you this. He went one step further and he vowed. He has sworn by himself. So, in the last in the upper room on the last supper it was God talking to God he wasn't talking to man that's why he doesn't say take it the bread will you Peter and Co will you love me will you obey me he didn't ask any of that he just said eat this is my body broken for you and then he took the cup drink he didn't say before you drink Will you? No, 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 no. No, he just said, drink, this is my blood of the new covenant that is shed for you for the remission of sins. The day you find out how much God loves you, eh? you see all these noisemakers that you think are too much for you, you will be too much for them. Yeah. You'll be too much for them. They'll be telling you, can't, can't you go home and sleep? You're like, no, I want to pray more. I, why, why, what do you want to pray? What are you praying for? What is it God doesn't, hasn't already done for you? And then be like, my friend, I don't pray for God to do things for me. I pray because God has done things for me. So thank you, Father, for this bread and this drink. And tonight, I see victories. I see a change of levels in the spirit because of the understanding of what you've done for us. There's going to be, Lord, extraordinary victories this year. We bless you. We thank you for the word we've heard about hearing. 
and hearing by the word that in that alone there is tremendous victory but above all things we thank you for our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ without whom all of this would be impossible who gave everything that we may have everything may you sanctify this bread and this drink and may it be to us his own body and blood that we will live joyful, victorious healed, delivered wealthy, helpful planting churches starting missional communities making disciples saving the, the, the sinners healing the sick raising the dead and walking in the power of our Lord Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name, amen. You can have your body and the blood. Why don't you stand and just pray a little bit as we conclude our service. Just open your mouth and give him thanks. In your own words, in your own words, for the things he's done. For the things he has done. You can pray in the spirit if you don't know what to do. Whatever you do, don't be passive about it. Just open your mouth. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for the matchless gift. For the immeasurable gift of Jesus Christ. For the sacrifice of our Lord and Savior. Thank you that there is remission of sins because of the shedding of blood. Thank you that our sins are forgiven, our sicknesses are healed, our bodies are restored, our families are reconciled, our businesses are flourishing, our churches are growing, our multitudes in the, in the churches, in the missional communities, in the zones, in the hosting centers. Our children are adult of you. They are reconciled with you. They are wiser than their teachers. Oh, than the ancients. Thank you, Lord. We bless you. Come on, lift your voice and pray. Lift your voice and pray. Don't be passive about it. Don't be passive about it. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Oh, yes. Thank you for revelation. Thank you for the opening of ears to hear as the land. Thank you that it is happening. Thank you that it is happening. Church, I don't hear you. I don't hear you. I don't hear you praying. I don't hear you praying. Worship others. Get radical with it. Get radical with it. Get radical with it. It's time. It's time. It's time to walk into your victory. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, we bless you. We bless you. We bless you. Thank you that the words that we've heard tonight, none of them shall fall to the ground. But that they shall bear fruit a hundredfold. A hundredfold. We are good soil. We are good soil. We respond to your word. We respond to your word. Oh, we bless you. We bless you. We bless you. Thank you, Jesus. Your sweet presence is in this place. Our lives are forever changed, forever changed. 
The room of teaching and preaching is open to you, somebody. The key is open to you, the key is given to you. Your speaking, your preaching will never be the same. It will never be the same. Yes. It will never be the same. Yes. You will see the manifestation of the presence of God as you teach. As you teach. As you teach. As you teach. Yes. Yes. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it. The Bible says Stephen spoke and his wisdom could not be resisted. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it. Your wisdom will not be resisted. Yes. Addictions are breaking. Yes. Addictions are breaking. Yes. Every addiction to anything receive it thank you Jesus thank you Jesus if you are sick if you feel sickness in any area in any part of your body just receive your healing just put your hand there thank you Father for healing we receive your healing in the body in the mind, yes. In the emotions, yes, Lord. In relationships, yes, Lord. We receive it. Thank you. I rebuke every sickness. In the name of I rebuke every kind of emotional sickness, every physical ailment. Yes. You shall never keep be back. Yes, yes. Never recover. Never. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, just lean in a little bit. Lean in a little bit. Somebody. Someone. Just love on the Lord with your worship. Oh, yes. Just in the spirit. In the spirit. In the spirit. Just lift your voice. Just lift your voice. God is giving you something you've never had before. God is giving you something you've never had before. Spiritually speaking, you're entering a thing you've never been into before. Right now, right now, right now, right now, right now. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Experiences, visions, dreams. Inside hearing, in ear hearing. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, oh, oh. 
just to be in your presence where you are Jesus where you are Jesus where you are Jesus in your presence someone is receiving an amazing dosage of peace practically yes Practically, you're going to be amazed at how you will not worry about yes. things that you've been worrying about. An amazing dosage of peace is coming your way. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Peace, peace, peace be to you. Thank you, Jesus. In the presence of the Lord, in your presence, Lord, in your presence, Lord, just to be where you are, oh, oh, oh. in your ministry platforms opening for people yes unique spaces internationally oh yes you're going to see people being invited to speak in all kinds of places and you'll wonder how they got there oh yes You'll get on planes and trains and cars to go take this hopeful message of our Lord Jesus to the nations, to the nations. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Some people, God is putting cities on your mind. You'll even dream about specific cities. And there may even be cities that you don't even know. It will be names of places you may not even know. But in the realm of the spirit. Yes. God is putting you there. Thank you, Jesus. God is sending you there. Thank you, Jesus. God is opening the gates of cities to people. Yes. Gates of cities, gates of cities. City gates are open. City gates are opening. City gates are opening. Yes. You'll see it practically. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, we bless you, we bless you, we bless you. So, Father, we thank you for season 21. It's not in vain. 
Yes. Thank you, Lord. Yes. Cape Town. You've had the city. Cape Town. Oh, yes. Mala Katekala Magazine Kolo Begere Shatakalame Zide Keke. so much for me I cannot tell it all and you want to give an offering there are baskets at the front you need to do that in, in the baskets we will not be able to bring the box to you right may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all now forever amen God bless you thank you so much worship Abbasgayaza worship team Pastor Bethry for the word see you for listening to this teaching. We hope that you've been blessed by the Worship Harvest Sermon Series. For more teachings and other resources, visit www.worshipharvest.org or call 0393-281-555. That is 0393-281-555.